Hey there, this is Vision Eternity Ministries you're tuned into. My name is Lee Klein, and I have been given the assignment to let you know that Jesus wants to come, but we are not ready. Can you imagine that? We're not ready. And so let's find out from Jesus. Let's acknowledge him and find out what is happening. So, Jesus, we thank you for joining us here today. We're acknowledging your presence. We thank you for telling us things to come, telling us truth. We want to know the truth. We love you, we praise you, and give you all the glory. So I want to share with you today, um, it was a while ago, and, and God spoke audibly to me, and um, he said, it, I, I was sleeping, and it was like he just pulled me up straight up in my bed. And he said, the hour of Jesus has come. I knew he was in my room, but I couldn't see him physically. But I was like at attention and I knew this was a serious moment. He said, the hour of Jesus has come. And then I heard this come up on the inside of me. What does that mean, Lord? And he said, it's a time of testing. And after he left and I, I sort of relaxed from that attention that I was like at attention, you know, like soldiers are, I was at attention. He was standing in the corner of my room. And after that, I just, I felt like I blew it once again. So many times I started and I stopped doing what he told me to do. And I, w- I was starting to feel really depressed. And then I went to the store that day and the shelves were empty. People were buying things off the shelves like crazy. And so I thought it was too late. I thought I missed it. I thought for sure I was going to hell. And as I said, this was not my first warning. And so I was scared. And then two mornings later, I heard him. um, And his voice was above me. And he said, I'm frustrated. He said, he actually, he said, A time of testing is at hand, and then, okay. A great hour of testing is at hand. And then two seconds later, he said, I'm frustrated. Obey me. He sounded frustrated. It was scary. And I just didn't know what to do. And I was just beside myself and was shocked at what I heard him say. And then as the morning went on, he said, This isn't a time to get depressed, but it's a time to go and do what I'm telling you to do. You have time. And Jesus wanted me to share this with you today. And I've shared it already, but maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't see that video or hear that, hear that um, podcast. But he wants you to know he's coming and he's frustrated. And he's frustrated with us because we aren't growing up. We aren't being mature. We're staying in the same place. He's coming and he's frustrated because many will perish for a lack of knowledge. We can't live by hearsay or or what someone else is saying. We have to live by our relationship with him. We can't be moved by other people's opinions. And we can't quit and give up because we're being persecuted or because somebody doesn't like what we're saying. Or doing, Jesus is really saying, would you care about what I care about? Have you any idea that I'm long-suffering? In Second Peter, he said that. He said he's long-suffering. He hasn't come because we're not ready, and it's not his will that one should perish. 
And especially us who say we know him and we're ready and we're not because we haven't taken the time to find out what he thinks, what he's feeling, what he's going through. He said, just like in the day of Noah, people are just doing their own thing. You know, we're having church without him. We're just doing what we think. And meanwhile, he's suffering because he wants to come and save us. He wants to come, but we're not ready. We can't stand before him without spot or wrinkle because we're not getting the spots and wrinkles out. We're not allowing him to change us. We're staying the same. We're compromising. We're thinking sin is okay. And sin is not okay. But we're at that baby stage where, you know, we know we're sinning, and but we think it's okay because we're not growing in knowledge. We don't know the word. We don't know what he's thinking. Remember he said to the disciples, how long should I put up with you? That's what he's saying to us. How long should I put up with you? I'm coming and you're not getting ready. And as in the day of Noah, I'm going to come and you're going to wish I didn't come. That's what he's saying. Because he didn't get ready. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And we have excuses why we're not doing as well. Well, no one wants to hear what I have to say. I'm rejected. Um, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have the right this. No one's supporting me. Excuse after excuse after excuse. I can't. That's what we say. I can't. But Jesus said, if you believe in me, you're going to do what I was doing. And Jesus needs us to prepare the way. But we're still being baby Christians. We're not growing up. We don't know him. We don't know what he's thinking. I was shocked when he started showing me the other side of him. I mean, I was just like a baby Christian thinking all kinds of baby things, you know, like like little kids do. And then all of a sudden you expect them to grow up and you expect more from them. And that's what Jesus is saying. It's time to grow up. It's time to come up higher. It's time to, time to do my work. Get ready. I'm coming and many will perish because of a lack of knowledge. And my own people aren't getting knowledge. They have excuses for their sin. Many will perish because of a lack of knowledge. Hosea 4.6 Jesus is saying, how long should I put up with you? Look at the word and find out the truth. Ask him to correct you. That's what he's saying today. Ask him to correct you. Stop expecting to get away with sin. Sin isn't allowed in heaven. You can't take that with you. Yet, we think we can. You can't depend on another man to tell you the truth, saith the Lord. Come to me, saith the Lord. Lean on him. Go to him. And that's the word I have for you today. He scared me that morning. And that's not the first time I saw that stern side of him. 
God does love us. And he is kind and compassionate. He is. And part of his love is to warn us ahead of time that we're not ready. So don't assume you're ready. But let him correct you. Ask him to. You want to find out now before it's too late. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But Lord, we did this in your name. We did that in your name. He said, those who practice lawlessness, he's going to say, away from me, I never knew you. you got to have intimate conversations with Jesus. You have to let him tell you the truth. Don't turn your back on you when he, on him when he corrects you. He's correcting you because he loves you. Revelation 3.19. He corrects those he loves. This is a serious message. This is life or death. Heaven or hell. Get rid of that sin. Let him help you. We have gods before him. You know, we, we go through all the acts of worship, maybe in church. You know, we say we love Jesus. But what is he thinking? What if all of a sudden you realize that you detest him? What if all of a sudden he showed you that God you have before him? You didn't know it before because he didn't show you. That's what we're talking about here. Thinking in, at our own level without letting him interrupt and, and say what he's thinking, how he looks at you. It's a time of testing, he said. It's a time of great testing. He's separating the sheep from the goats. And we are oblivious to that. We're just thinking, it's okay. Jesus understands. I can't do that. I have this addiction, you know, but it's okay. He understands. He does understand. And if we say we love him with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind, then we're going to let him show us the truth. And we got to pick gods. That God that you're serving before him, do you even know about it? Has he confronted you? Do you know what he's thinking? Do you? Are you just assuming because of what you heard someone else tell you? You know, when Jesus corrects us, sometimes it doesn't feel so good, but it's for our good. It's for our good because he wants us to have eternal life. And anything here that you put before him, anything you put before him here is going to keep you from living with him when he gets here. You're not going to be ready. You're going to wish that he didn't come. As in the day of Noah. You know, God, what he went through, because of what he had to do, was depression. He was grieved. For five months, he forgot about Noah. For five months, he was grieving. And he knows how he's going to feel again when he comes. And all those who perish, because they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't listen to Noah. Noah told him it was going to rain. It never rained from the sky down. The earth was bubbled, bubbled up with water. That's how the earth was watered. They thought Noah was crazy. 
But out of all the people on the earth, just Noah was faithful to God. Noah and his family. And so how will it be now? The earth is going to burn. The earth is going to burn. Will you be on the ark? Will you have made provision? Jesus said, repent, get it right. Be that bride without spot or wrinkle. And how you be that bride without spot or wrinkle is letting him show you the truth. Stop walking in sin. Jesus lives on the inside of you, and so you're capable of living a life without sin. He's asking you, as he asked the rich man, he said, what do I have to do to have eternal life? He said, give everything up. Follow me. Follow me. Are you willing to do that? Or is your life about your stuff? Or is it about your food? Is it about your addiction? What's your life about? This is a time. You said you've been a Christian, you kept all the commandments, and you're ready for heaven. The rich man didn't expect to hear Jesus say, sell your stuff, give it to the poor, and follow me. He walked away grieved. He knew ahead of time his choice. I don't know ultimately what he chose. But he knew ahead of time. And Jesus wants you to know ahead of time. He loved the man when he told him the truth. He loves you. That's why he wants you to know the truth. Sin is not okay. We need to grow up and face the facts. Either you pick your sin or you pick Jesus. There's no two ways about it. That's the word I have for you today. He's coming, and he doesn't want it to be too late for you. He's telling us things, things to come. He's telling us ahead of time what's happening. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for showing us the truth. We thank you for showing us ahead of time those things that are to come. And we're asking you to help us. We choose you, Jesus, and we're asking you to help us to stay committed to you, to stay in agreement with you. We love you, we praise you, and give you all the glory in your name. Jesus has a word for us. I'm coming, and I'm coming soon. There's no time to fool around. You have enough time to get ready. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to come because, yes, it is not my will that one should perish. Acknowledge me, and I'll acknowledge you, saith the Lord. Wow. Jesus is coming, and he wants you to know, and he wants you to know he's frustrated because we're not getting ready. But you have enough time to get ready. He's telling us ahead of time. And I just want to mention, if you've said the prayer before and just thought you had your ticket to heaven, that I think that was cleared up today. It's a relationship. You need to be engaged with Jesus. You need to be engaged with him. Make a commitment to be that bride that is cleaned up. Let him clean you up. Let him recreate you in his likeness. 
He said, if you love me, you'll obey me, and I'll show myself to you. If you love him, he's going to show himself to you. He's going to show you the truth. He's going to show you your sin, and he's going to give you the power to get rid of it, to get rid of that sin so you can stand before him without spot or wrinkle, so you can grow up and have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.